Okay, well, first of all, I think that you need to build up your self-esteem. That should be number one. And to build up your self-esteem means self-care, taking care of yourself. You know, that that really does push you in the right direction to have a little bit more confidence to where that's what helped me, honestly, because I was always scared of failure. So helping getting my self-esteem up really helped push push me to that next level. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Till the Wheels Fall Off. I'm Matt. I'm Paige. And we're talking failure today. Yep. But not in the way you probably think. We're not trying to avoid failure in life. We are actually welcoming it. Yeah. And we are going to talk about welcoming failure today. Embrace that shit. For a variety of reasons. Let's start it with a few quotes. We pulled some of our favorite quotes about failure. The first one, mine. Success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. That's Winston Churchill. I freaking love that quote. Yeah. So much. Success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Paige, what's your favorite? I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work by Thomas Edison. That one is incredible. I love that. It's changing your mindset on what failure really is. Thomas Edison invented, as we know, the light bulb. And as he was developing the light bulb, he failed. He estimated about 10,000 times. Imagine trying something 10,000 times and not giving up. As Winston Churchill said, stumbling from failure to failure, failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. He never lost his enthusiasm for what he was trying to do. He just saw each failure as a learning opportunity. Yes. And I think that's the way that we've always looked at failure. I think that's... Not always. Well, maybe not always, but (laughs) (laughs) for quite some time now, I've viewed failure as a key to success, Mm -hmm. as a necessary step to get success, right? to achieve what we're after. We, We... Sat down and we talked about, you know, what are we going to talk about this week? What are we going to talk about this week? And I'm not sure how we even stumbled on the on the topic of failure, but something that I think that we both welcome very much. What are your feelings on failure? Like, What would you tell your children about failure? Failure is just an opportunity. Change it to an opportunity to learn, to grow. It's not the end all of whatever it is you're trying to do. Embrace it. It's like I tell the kids to make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you're never going to learn. Failure is the same exact way. I had the opportunity to talk to MJ, our son, about failure just the other day. So we uh, were like a baseball family, like not one of the crazy ones that's gone like every single weekend, every single year, all year nope. round. Pass. But I coached I coach Little League Baseball. I played baseball growing up and I love baseball because it is the only sport where you can fail seven out of 10 times and still make the Hall of Fame. I think there are so many life lessons in baseball. It is a game about failure more than success, really. Yeah. It's about how you handle those failures. And those that persevere are the ones that are truly great. Yes. it's You get 10 chances to get an at-bat. Or 10 at-bats. If you get a hit three times, that's excellent. Right. Seven failures out of 10, that's excellent. And yeah. I just, I love a sport where we can celebrate failure. Yeah. Because every time you fail, you've learned something. You've learned something that's going to make you great if you don't give up. Yeah. If you don't give up, we've got a lot of personal experience with failure. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it as a negative thing though. No. In our relationship, like we've been together for 22 years. We've got actually a really great track record of success there, 
But in our personal lives and stuff that we've tried to do, not so much. For me, in business, I've got way more failures than I do successes. Mm -hmm. We spent the better part of two years buying a business. Um, And at the very last moment, the economics of that deal changed and the business, the transaction fell apart. And we had, we had a lot of eggs in this basket. And I remember the moment that it happened, Paige was pretty upset. I was actually very optimistic. What's next? next? I was very optimistic (laughs) because we had this other idea for this, this mental health company, this, this motivation, this, we didn't really know what it was going to be at the time, but it's what Tufo is today. Yeah. Without that failure, we would have not opened the door for this. This. Mm-hmm. Which is a truly a passion of ours and something that we can we can look at every single day and say, like, I can't wait to work on this. We stayed up until I don't know, ten thirty last night. That's late for us, y'all. Really late for us. Like bedtime's uh, usually eight. Eight thirty. Eight thirty. <laughs> we were up super late last night, like enthusiastically working on on stuff for, for Tufo. Yeah. And it's just like thank God it failed. Thank God. Yes. And thank God that I learned a lesson about putting all your eggs in one basket and not keeping your options open and you know working so hard at something that I knew from the very get-go wasn't something I truly loved. Like the income would have been great and all, but like at the end of the day, I, I don't I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm so glad it didn't well, happen. Well, that kind of takes me to this quote right here that success is not built on success. It's built on failure. It's built on frustration. Sometimes it's built on catastrophe. That's by Sumner Redstone. That's a beautiful quote. I love that. Success is not built on success. And you can ask, I mean, you can read the biography of any successful person, quote unquote, successful person, and they're more likely to talk about their failures than their successes. You can't talk about my success without talking about my failures beforehand. Yeah. On April 13th, I will celebrate 10 years of continuous sobriety. And that seems like a success, but what I think about is the previous 12 to 15 years before that where I tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed and tried no and failed. No dieting, yes. Dieting is like this. When we, when we make huge leaps and strides in our mental health and our mindset, mm-hmm. that's often a process of failure after failure after failure that each time we do it, we learn a little something that ultimately leads us to success yes. to the point to the place where we want to be. Right. So I think there can't like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. A lot of people view him as maybe the greatest athlete of all time. Michael Jordan was cut from his varsity team as a sophomore. It motivated him though. He didn't look at that as like, it's the end of my life into my career. Like it's very all or nothing thinking when we have that ended up being the greatest of all time, arguably. Yeah. yeah. Some it's might freaking say awesome. Wrong, you know, yeah, it's it's incredible. I'll argue that. I'm some not here people, to talk basketball. <laughs> no, some people might argue that, but either way, failure is a natural and normal part of life. It is totally normal. And I think that so often there are pressures from the world that make us feel like it's not. Like at what point did we decide failure was a negative thing? Failure was a bad thing. And and where does that come from? Right. So failure is a learning opportunity. It provides us with an opportunity to learn from mistakes and make improvements. Each time we fail, we gain a little bit of insight as to what went wrong and what we could do differently next time. And not saying it doesn't sting a little bit in the beginning, because I think we all want to succeed at the end of the day. But every time we fail, it should be looked at like, I 
thank you for the gifts. Like I get grateful. It's like, okay, what did I do wrong here? Yeah. The only time I'm, anyone can get upset about failure is if their expectation was to be perfect in the beginning. Exactly. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to say like, where did it come from? Why do we feel this way? And usually it comes from being a perfectionist. Oh yeah. It's thinking that, oh my gosh, if I fail, that's it, you know? And then there's other like a uh, social pressure and self-doubt. All Social that pressure stuff. is a huge one. It really is. Social media has made this even worse because all we see are highlight, highlight reels, reels in success. When you click on anyone's page, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at their successes. No one posts their failures. That's not new. We all know that about social media, but if you're looking at it all day long, it just sort of gets ingrained in you that everyone's doing better than you and everyone, everyone must be perfect. Everyone's perfect. They don't talk about all the crap they went through to get there. Yeah. But if you feel like you need to live up to expectations of your parents, your peers, society, it causes anxiety and fear of failure anytime you're faced with a challenge. It yeah. makes it that much worse. And then let's talk about a cognitive, a very common cognitive distortion. Mm-hmm. All or nothing. All or nothing. Perfectionism. Black or white thinking. Yeah. Perfectionism is basically black or white thinking, right? It's either I win or I lose. Pretty much. Yeah. Because whenever you stop or whenever you're trying something and then you fail, you have this mental mentality that I'm wrong. This is wrong. I just shouldn't be doing this anymore. Let's just quit. Let's just give up. Yeah. The, the fear of making a mistake often leads to people never trying anything in the first place, which is the worst thing you can do. Yeah. So I think of like my experiences with being scared of failure. And whenever I started my fitness journey, I was scared to fail and I just kept doing it and doing it. And then I realized, okay, this isn't so bad. And I still had an end goal or not an end goal, but you know, like a something that I wanted to accomplish, but I had to fail over and over again to actually let it click. And then I was thinking about when I started therapy, I was scared to start therapy because what if, you know, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. That's right. That's accurate. You know, what if I'm not changing properly? Well, you know, there's, that's just this cognitive distortion that I had. Yeah. It's, it's not binary. It's not either. I, I was a success or I was a failure. There's this, this incredibly large gray area in between the two that is more valuable than I think even success or failure itself than, than the two ultimates. I think that that, that learning process is what makes us human. That's how we progress in life. And that's where, that's where all the learning takes place. If you won every single time, would you really learn anything about persevering? Would you ever learn anything about adversity? Nope. No, you wouldn't. Mm -mm. You wouldn't. And then you would be scared all the time. Like there's no cheat code to fear. When you avoid failure, you're causing more fear, in my opinion, of things in the world. Another thing that causes, I guess, fear of failure can be past experiences. Now, let's be real. Sometimes this is a very real topic for people. Like I know that when I decided I need to... I need to, it's now or never for me. I'm going to lose my family. I've got to get clean and sober. Past experience told me that I was really bad at doing this. Mm -hmm. So why was it going to be different this time? But if when I really buckled down and I looked at my past experiences and I was able to like really take a clear view of each time I had tried and failed, what was, what was different this time? There was a ton of things that were different, but it took time to actually look at it and say, I'm at a different point in my life right now. I'm ready for this. You know, I had kind of soothed through a lot of the traumas that caused that in the first place. And I was able to, I guess, look past it. You know, the past experience wasn't such a a big issue anymore. 
And then self-doubt. We talked about this one for you, especially. You said yes. self-doubt's one of your biggest inhibitors, right? Yep. yep. Low self-esteem, uh, negative self-talk, thinking that I'm not good enough. There's no way I can do that. That's yeah. always been yeah, ingrained in me. Yeah, if you don't believe in even your ability to succeed, you may feel like failure is just inevitable. Like, yeah. It's so, just the only option for you. So you need to talk to yourself like you're talking to friends. Yeah. Would you ever let someone feel the way that you let yourself feel? Would right. you ever let a friend feel that way? Would you ever let a friend talk to themselves that way? Absolutely not. No. Why do we talk so much shit to ourselves? It's awful. It's insane. But it is changeable. Another one, and this was for us, especially with Tufo, was lack of experience. Boom. <laughs> lack of experience can lead to a fear of failure. Yeah. It just came from the simple fact that like we've never recorded anything like this before. Like, I had done some YouTube stuff and recordings and I had a sneaker show called off the cut. If you want to go check out those old videos, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but very little experience in front of a microphone, very little experience, like really talking to people and in this, in this way, in this environment and then the social media aspect of it and everything we, we don't, didn't have much experience. The only experience we have is our personal experience to share it to the world, but actually putting it out there, that's scary because we could fail. Yeah. So if, if you feel like you don't have the experience to, to, you know, succeed, I guess, for lack of a better word, I wouldn't say to achieve what you want. Yeah. If you don't think you have the skills or expertise, that can often lead to anxiety and feeling like you're overwhelmed with the task at hand. But the, the way to solve that is just start. Is to just start and build up your self-esteem. Because you will fail. Remember, it's okay to fail. It's okay. It's okay to fail. So we started and we failed. And we've, yeah. We've, we've There's failed a lot of things. That, a million times behind the scenes. Right. That may not look like it to the world, but yeah. we have failed so many freaking times. Yeah. Like stuff just falls flat. We put things out there. We get But no we have a purpose. Just, we have something that we want to put out into the world and it's important and we want to keep failing and failing until it, it it's like a, a roller coaster like this. Yeah. Right? Up and down, up, up and, and down. down, up and down. But overall, the thing's moving in a northeast direction. Exactly. Like the Winston Churchill said, and we have not lost enthusiasm whatsoever. And in fact, it gets stronger each time we fail because I get excited when we fail because I'm like, okay, it's one more thing that doesn't work. Exactly. It's like, all right, it doesn't we're work. We're narrowing what are we it down do now? now. Right. Now we're learning what does work. Exactly. Every time you learn what doesn't, you're actually learning what does work. Right. So, so how can we help others? get past the fear of failure. You take it. (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, I think that you need to build up your self-esteem. That should be number one. And to build up your self-esteem means self-care, taking care of yourself. You know, that, that really does push you in the right direction to have a little bit more confidence to where that's what helped me, honestly, because I was always scared of failure. So helping getting my self-esteem up really helped push Push me to that next level. Self-care is a huge part of self-esteem. And then self-belief. Yeah. Believing in yourself. And if, you're, if you've got a circle around you that does not make you feel like you are worth it, if you've got a circle of people that doesn't pick you up, mm-hmm. that doesn't make you feel like you can accomplish anything, find new people. Like I, I've told people this more times than I can count. Like, why are you hanging out with these people? Yes. I know it's your family, but I don't care. Right. Like this is a toxic environment for you. Yeah. Hang out with people that pick you are up. Are like-minded, but also help push you too in a great direction who are there and that are supportive. There's nothing wrong with that. So at the end of the day, why is failure a good thing? Failure as 
a negative thing, I think that idea just needs to be completely squashed. Yeah. Number one, it's a learning opportunity. We've touched on that. It provides us with an opportunity to learn from mistakes and make improvements. And we gain insight into what went wrong and what we can do differently next time. Yeah. Number two is we build resilience. Right. So when we experience failure, when we pick ourselves up again, it builds resilience and it builds mental toughness. We learn that we can overcome adversity and bounce back from, from setbacks. Mm-hmm. What else? It fosters creativity. Yeah. It so, can make, it, it can encourage us to think outside the box to come up with new ideas um, and insights, you know, to help you achieve what you want to achieve. And then it, finally, I think that it helps us appreciate success. When Ooh, it actually that's does come. so good. I love that. When we do succeed, it's like, there's nothing that feels better than really earning something. Earning something. Exactly. Like when you've earned it. That gave it, me chills because you get proud of yourself and it's like, oh my gosh, like, I can do this. Everyone wants to win the lottery, right? Like I'm sure that's a really great feeling. I would argue that earning it probably feels better. Yep. It feels sweeter. And it you'll feels probably better. spend it more wisely as well. Without because a doubt. Because you know how Those hard guys go, you work Lottery winners it. are always going broke. Exactly. Because they don't know how to manage money. No. <laughs> So failure is not the end of the road. Remember, it's an opportunity to learn and grow, and it will lead to greater success and fulfillment in your life. Right. I think that's all we've got on failure. A lesson that we live ourselves, we teach our children this, and anyone that we work with, this is a huge component of what we preach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We are still working on content for the group. Uh, actually, that's what we spent last night doing. Yes, it is. And we've got, oh my God, I'm excited. So excited. So much it's good stuff. It's going to be incredible, y'all. So much good stuff in there. And it'll be slow at first, but people will start to trickle in little by little before they start to flood in at some point. And we'll and be able to discuss the type of fears that you have when it comes to failure at yeah. some point. I can't wait for some of the group work we'll do. And yeah. It's just going to be greatness. Yeah. Um, until then you can check us out on social media. If you go to our Instagram at tufo underscore couple, there is a link tree there where you will be able to find everything that we are on. Or you can go to tufocouple.com and there's everything there. At the very bottom of the page, there are let's say four or five. It's all of our social like, media. Like the, the, tags. the logo for each of the social media things we're on. You just click those they are yeah. linked up and you can, you can check out stuff there. Yep. We've also got a new ish blog up that we posted a couple of weeks back. Um, we haven't kept up with it as well as we were, but it's still being kept up with. So there's a good blog that's up there right now. Yeah. So be sure to check that out. I think that's all we've got. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Well, until next time, I am Matt. I am Paige. And we'll see you. Bye.